Welcome to Comedians Talking Sports. It's Wednesday, February 16th, 2016, or February 17th, 2016. All right, listen, it's not. It's Tuesday, but I'm going to have this podcast you up tomorrow. You messed it up so much. It's going to be up tomorrow. That's the only I thing to you had them. to remember. Yeah, but I, I had it. I had it. I wrote down Wednesday. Wednesday. Because February I always say it's... February 17th. Exactly. I always say it's Tuesday, but then it comes out the next day. Or sometimes I put it out the same day, but usually I want to put it out Wednesday. Hump oh, day, boy. middle of the week. Okay, Joe. <laughs> You start over? Start no, I love it. <laughs> All right. This is Comedians Talking Sports. I'm your host, Joe Kilgallen. That is Megan Gailey. Hey. And you can follow us on Twitter at Comedy Sports Pod. Uh, also, listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe there. Give us a five star review. I'll send you a signed copy of my album. I already you keep sent a few us. out. I know. It's really just me. I know. It's weird. But I think it's just. Since it's because it's me, you feel like you're I back think, together. Yeah. Advanced. With the other comics, I don't say it's us. No, this is more of like a reunion tour. It really is. It's a month reunion. I figured, you know, you're sleeping in my bed, not in my actual bed, but a, a bed that I own. Podcast. Hello. Uh-huh. All right. That is Megan Gailey. Um, she has been the guest for all of February. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday month. She's out here for pilot season, having a great time in L.A. Oh, my God. Looking a shade darker than she would have in New York. I do. No. Your shoulders look a, sh- a little tanner. More than a shade. This really? is tan for me. Mm, I can't tell the difference. I put my I'm arm around you too much. I put my arm ex, next to Mateo's yesterday, and I was tanner than him. And, and he's he's, Ita- he's Italian and Mexican, yeah, and I'm which is Irish. Like, you know, so that's yeah. He's I'm a t- lot of hair in dark skin. Well, I got tricked into going to the beach yesterday, but he duped you. Yeah. Well, I got to his hotel room and he had a speedo out, and I was like, oh, "Fuck." He was wearing a speedo. He wore a fucking speedo on the beach. He's like really, a very attractive gay man. Was he going to be in board shorts? No, yeah, just regular swim trunks. No speedo, boo. Oh, that's gotta dumb. Sh- I got to give him a hard time. They for all that. wear. Sp- I like, don't care. I said they all. They all wear. Speedos. I could give him a hard time all because I'm pro. I'm pro gay, so I could give him a hard time. If I were anti-gay, I'd have to shut my mouth about it. But since we're friends, I could be like, "Hey, dude, speedos are cute." I don't know. I just think they just look uncomfortable. He looks too great. tight. He looked great. Okay, cool. I was actually. I wasn't prepared. Did you glance to the pants? Were you checking out his package? Listen, I wasn't prepared <laughs> I just to, to, make you feel uncomfortable. to be on the beach, so I didn't have a bathing suit. So I just took my top off and was out in my bra. Oh, I was going to say, you were just free the no, nipple? I had no, I uh, the strapless bra that you actually helped me get the straps off. You just walked around in the strapless bra? Yeah. Well, but it like, looks like a bathing suit. Basically. Yeah, I felt, I, I got really into helping you take that strap off. Megan had a problem with her bra and couldn't get the one strap off. And then you gave it to me and I, I looked at it. I felt like I was like a scientist. I was really trying to figure out the hard. angles. Yeah, that, it was tough. That was like... I could have made that easier. No, I'm happy that you sort of got to like see into like, damn, this is only one weird thing. No blood was involved, you know, like just a bra. Why would blood be involved? Oh, for Period. the other thing that women have to deal with? Period. It's a whole tax being a woman, isn't it? It's very... Yeah, it's exhausting. Very I'm just, expensive. I'm actually very tired right now. Well, I wanted to lead off with a story about... The most famous female athlete right now. I don't know if that's deservedly so because I think Serena Cheryl Williams Miller? should be. No, not Cheryl Miller. Oh. I know you're such an Indiana woman at heart. Oh, I do love Serena Williams too. Though. She's great too. But I think the I think it's safe to say the most popular or the most famous at the moment female athlete has to be Ronda Rousey. Hmm. Is there someone that's on, that's up for I debate? Think both of, I think Serena and Ronda. I think, I think Serena truly neck and neck. is a better overall athlete in the sense that she's had a but better career. But I'm talking popular status. I think. Okay. How would we find that out? Who's more popular? What would we go to? What would I be the tiebreaker? There be? has to be stuff like you can. Twitter I'm, followers. No, God. it's like searches on the internet. 
like most internet searches. Like last year, I think the most searched person was like Britney Spears or something. Or maybe Still? Kim, maybe it was Kim Kardashian. Yeah, Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian. I could see her, Kanye or something like that. All right. So yeah, Kim Kardashian and Britney <laughs> Spears, they typically trend. They're the yeah. ones that typically trend, right? Yes. And um, so, yeah, so to have female athletes up there is awesome. Can't we just tell them what happened? We'll tell them what happened. Because okay? <laughs> I can't. I don't know if we're trying to. Yeah. Tell I tried to be cool, but my dog started to bark a little bit because she had to go out and take a piss. So I let her out. But I hit pause. When I came back, I thought I unpaused it, but I did not. And we had been. Talking for 15 minutes? We thought we were podcasting for like the last 10 minutes, let's say. So what do we do? Do we just try and retrace our steps or we just go different? I think we could retrace our steps, but cut the fat a little bit. Okay. But we are going to say that uh, basically we want to talk about Ronda Rousey, who was recently on Ellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, just did it yesterday, I believe. Ellen taped right down the street. I'm trying to recap all the shit this I exactly said. all saw. the stuff he said. Pretty much. And, um, and, you know, typical interview. Hey, Ronda, how are you? I thought you were great. That's no, you know, that kind of shit. Let's dance later. You know, Ellen. And um, Did she give her a present? I don't know. I didn't really watch the whole thing. I'm sure she gave her something cool. And then she gave that same gift to the whole audience. And they went, Wah. Well, she, Ellen always gives like wacky presents. Ellen's great. I'd like to go there because I feel like everyone who goes there walks away with at least an iPad. And you're, you're at the point where you're like, iPad, this blows. I thought I was going to get like. Yeah, I have an iPad. I'm like, a, this a, was so stupid. What a like stupid thing. You don't like the iPad? It's a dumb thing. I have a laptop and a phone. Yeah, you don't really need an iPad if but you I, those two yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like I truly, I got duped. Microsoft, no, who is it? Apple. Apple. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> yeah, Apple duped me, and I, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Well, they, they get a lot of people. They're a very wealthy company. So Rhonda, uh, who, as I was saying, I felt like is the most, right now, I know we mentioned Serena and there's other athletes, obviously, but I feel like right now, if someone were to say who's the number one most talked about female athlete, it's Rhonda. She famously lost uh, her title to Holly Holm mm-hmm. um, in a great fight. Uh, Holly uh, is a stand-up they boxer, do it, like boxer. I can't remember where the fight Sometimes. took place. They go by so quickly; it's hard to keep up with it what. Was not America. No, it was not. I don't. Was it in Brazil? No. I feel England? like it was in Australia. Australia? Maybe it was Australia. Regardless, though. Uh, no, it matters. She took a fucking kick to the head. Yeah. Took a, a serious kick to the head. And uh, so, yeah, she looked concussed. It was, it was really bad and everything. Well, and I'm so the sure conversation she was, was fucked up. Her jaw was broken, wasn't it? I think she took a. I don't think it was completely broken. Ugh. But she Ugh, definitely I got bashed. Like I don't know. I, I, really I don't really. Like I didn't really want to recap the fight per se because everyone knows exactly what happened. I don't. Holly Holmes I didn't is the new champ. Um, and it was one of those things where for UFC, I was saying that there needs to be more than one Ronda Rousey for that for female yeah, UFC no, to that, really take off. You don't want just one dominant. You want four or five dominant. Holly Holm winning was better was a better outcome for UFC than if Ronda Rousey had won. Yeah, because she was beating everyone in nine yeah. seconds, ten seconds. And yeah, it's fun to watch someone that dominant. I think about like Goldberg and the WCW when he won like 180 fights in a row. Or then you think about like, like growing up in Chicago, the 90s Bulls, I thought was the greatest thing in the world. Then I got older and I found out the rest of the country weren't too into that. No. I didn't know that. I thought, oh, I'm I wasn't everybody. a big Bulls fan growing up in So when I met people from Indy, when I met people from Cleveland, people from Detroit, they couldn't wait to tell me that they hated the Bulls. Yeah. But then they would eventually say, I remember talking to Sean, a few Sean Flannery's friends. Great comedian, Sean Flannery. Look him up, everyone. And uh, the guy was going off about Jordan. I go, why don't you just admit it? You hate him because he was awesome and he beat you. And then he goes, fine, I admit it. He was amazing. There was nothing we could do to beat him. He was the best basketball player. Well, that's how I Which was cool because the guy finally, he reluctantly just caved to me and was like, all right, you're right. He's the greatest ever. 
I've had to come to that conclusion with uh, the Patriots. It's like, yeah, I don't like them because they win. I can say sure, it's yeah. this cheating and the sweatshirt and the faces and the text, but it's like, you know, they just win. If if like Jacksonville was doing that stuff, I'd be like, well, the, you guys, come on, get it together. Sure, they probably were. No one ever. There's always some bad team that cheats no, but no one cares no I bet Jacksonville like wants to cheat and doesn't even know how to do it they're that inept they can't even cheat yeah it's like the kid in class that would like write it on his hand it's like no dude that's not gonna work that. when you've got kids like writing it on tiny pieces of paper rolling it up and putting it in their pen the click pen yeah, man. Yeah, I had that too, where I would click a different thing and so you could read that's it as you click so whenever I would see kids do that and I know this is such a mom thing to say it would have been easier to just study than to do all that work mm, not really you feel more satisfying. No. There's, there's a big, the biggest myth on the planet is that money earned is sweeter than money won. Not really. Winning money is pretty awesome. Did it you, actually feels better. Did you ever get caught cheating? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a lot? Um, twice big time. Oh, so Joe. in U.S. history class. You love history. I, I didn't really. Just learn it. I know. I didn't really start to love it until later. What, what it was was, what it was was, that's a weird sentence. This, this is why you probably cheated. This going into junior year, uh, in the one guy's class, I don't want to say his name. You're trying to get too much pussy. No, I went to an all guys' school. I know, but like after outside school. of school. Oh yeah, for sure. He had kept all his worksheets because apparently this teacher had given out the same the worksheets same every year. So he just saved them all and yeah. he aced them all and he sold them to me for like thirty bucks. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first like six weeks of school, they all matched perfect. I'm like, this is this was the greatest thirty dollars I've ever spent in my life. This is awesome. And um, and then I. Let a friend need he didn't do the worksheet so he's like hey could I get you know whatever uh -oh. so my stupid friend I told him to give it back to me on one floor he gives it back to me on the same floor the teacher saw him pass it to me uh -oh. it was such a mourn I tried to play it off and then I just had to come out with it and tell him here they are I, you know I found but couldn't you, know. you have just said my friend copied off of me because I'm smart and he's bad no because he saw the worksheet that said the dude's last name from the year before it was he that was worksheet that close I mean, your friend is an idiot. Yeah, I know. He screwed it up. He screwed up that whole Why thing for me. Why didn't you just give him your worksheet? Because I think I already had it. Like, I think I, I don't know why. I should have just given him that one. That would have been way better. <sighs> if he was caught with my worksheet, it would have been yeah, way better. Yeah, because then you're like, Because the senior was, wanted to I'm kick smart. my ass. I was He's like, to you idiot. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. And then another time, it was a big cheating scandal. We cheated on a final. And then we ended up taking a prom picture, which I posted on my Instagram of all, all of us who got caught cheating. That was at the end of junior year. We called ourselves the International Cheers Association, ICA. Everyone had to serve as the punishment because this was like some of the best football players and best basketball players in the school and then me. And they weren't going to kick all of those kids out of school, which normally they would have, but they were like, this is like, these are our most us. popular kids. These are valuable. They kept them in because they were popular? Yes. I, that's how I stayed. I, wasn't play, I was playing baseball at the time, I think. I might have been done at that point. So you think you didn't get punished because you were popular? I think we all didn't get punched because we were popular. How can you even be popular? How is it like being popular at a gender, like, specific school? You know. You know. It's like anything else. You, you could tell who's popular. But, like, it's it's not, the popularity is not as, like, Well, it wasn't, there weren't extreme. clicks. At an all-guys school, there weren't really clicks. I mean, there were tables where it's like, oh, they those kids hang out with those kids. But everybody was cool with each other. Everybody pretty much got along. And it's, I, I can't imagine that, like, the, you say the biggest nerd is as, far from the coolest cool as it is in a regular school no yeah it's not the, it's the, like the spectrum is shorter it's not as great of an income inequality as right. you'd see at okay. a co-ed like public school yeah but what i meant by like most popular kids is like these were the guys we all did like tell me what you meant we would be the yeah, we would be the kids who um 
Would finger people. Yeah, well, not the not, no, not steal you, beer out of garages. Yeah, we were cool like that. But by the way, I don't think the teachers would be like, "We're gonna keep these fucking guys who are fingering girls." I, and stealing but that's beer. what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is that I meant popularity in the sense that we gave back to the school. We did. I was on. I I was in. I wrote for the school newspaper. So you were good kids. I, yeah, we were good kids. We made a big mistake. So that's why they didn't want to kick us out. They didn't want to hurt us. Fourteen or fifteen? No. What yes. the fuck did you guys do? And I denied the whole time, and I still said there was no proof. And I was the only one when we retook the test who didn't fail the retake. What did you guys do? The one guy, uh, my one buddy. I don't think he would care if I don't brought. Say I'm not going to say his name. Good friend of mine who's at my wedding. He. Uh, he was really he was smart. He he knew all the answers pretty much. He did really well in that class. He had like an A the whole time. So he copied down every answer he took to give it to other classes for their final, you know? And then that got passed around. And I was actually in his class, but I was sick that day. So, so I had to take the final later. later. So and she- I had the answers. And I remember I was in the last class to take it. And as as one or two of us who had handed it in, the teacher said out loud, I know, I know what's going on here. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I know what's going on. Yeah, you think for one second I'm an idiot. You guys are have no you idea terrified? like he was getting real mad. No, I was cool and calm and collective because I what just didn't. Until I'm, like, I'm cool. I don't know what you're talking about? Yeah, I was totally cool under pressure. My one friend was sweating his ass oh, off. Yeah, he was two seats in cry. front of me, and I was I was like fucking steering him. I'm like, would you fucking keep it together? You know, he's just pouring buckets of sweat. And this was a, a guy again. So here's an example. He went on to play Division One football. That guy. They weren't gonna kick him out of school. How did they catch you guys? Oh, I don't know. I think one of the idiots, uh, my one friend, the same guy who screwed me with the worksheet, laminated it. He went to freaking Kinko's laminating. He must have lost it. He, something happened where someone spoke. Someone had to have ratted us out because I made sure we all said we got to change enough answers so that it's not obvious. So nobody got the same exact score, someone told me. And was it multiple choice? It was multiple choice. So I really think he'd even have a case if their case was to be made. Yeah. Uh, and I remember but I- But someone probably just like- did it. Or that your teacher knew you were dumb. That too. You know, that But the been... teacher confronted me in the hallway like an hour after that because I was waiting for a friend of mine to give me a ride because I didn't have a car. And um, he said, he said, sit down here. I want to talk to you. And we sat at like some oh. table in the hallway. And I'm like, what's up? And oh, he this goes, is giving me anxiety just like hearing he goes, it. He who gave you the answers? And I looked right at him. I go, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he goes, I'm going to ask you one more time. Who gave you the answers? And I go, I'm going to tell you one more time. I don't know what you're talking about. If you're confusing me of cheating, I'm, 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 I didn't. So I don't know where you're getting this from. He's like, Joe, I'm getting I'm real upset. And I go, no, I'm getting upset. You're oh, sitting me down here real. and you're accusing me of cheating. Oh, look at that crazy No, I, I, I went right back at him like real crazy. Like, and I go, I'm not. But you I don't, did cheat. I totally cheated. And I, uh, I, so I totally had that. So was he mad de- at you? Like uh, later, he's listening he was to this like- podcast. Yeah, I cheated. But like I was denying this up until I saw some old teachers like three or four years ago at a and bar, like- and I still denied it because we we all said deny till we die. That Your was the teacher rule. Teacher thought you were dumb, Joe, because that's why he like he was. I mean, oh, I'm dumb. I'm not the one that had to set up bingo all summer long because I lied to the school saying I work a summer job, which helps pay for my tuition. Which I was, they were able to believe because I came from a public school when really that wasn't true at all. My parents totally paid for tuition, no problem at all. Um, and I didn't have to, so I never got punished. So I'm the idiot. Oh, you did. Oh, so everyone else. I had got to out of the punishment. Bingo. And everyone you said else you had to, had to go job. every Tuesday morning. The other 13 or 14 guys who was part of this That's had like, to go to St. Pat's at 7 a.m. and set up bingo. And then the next day, take it down. And I like got out of it. That's such an easy punishment, though. 7 a.m. on a Tuesday in the summer? You crazy? 
You have nothing else to do. Okay, I'm, I'm forgetting that you didn't grow up where I grew up. We were going out. We were partying. I know, of course. Yeah, but like if, one. If underage drinking was a sport, we would have won nationals. No, people. Seriously, you think people didn't different. drink in Indiana? I'm, I'm sure they did, but not like the way they did at Belmont and Austin. Oh my gosh! Just so you, know. you didn't even ever suffer any ramifications. I did not. And that's crazy. And I carry it with me, and I'm still not did mature they give you about like it, an F? despite being 31 years old now. Did they give you an F? No, I still passed the class. I didn't have to go to summer school or anything. That's. I mean, this is like I'm really upset with. The, that's how the, that school was. Yeah, this is how it, private schools. No, and, then, and I think we're going to get all the way back to it when we talk about our last topic. But I want to get to the Ronda Rousey thing. Uh, you know, when we go yeah, into the, you know, yeah, we're talking about the, end. the I gave you the rundown. So Ronda Rousey, I'm bringing this up. Uh, she made it clear that she definitely wants to have a rematch. Uh, Holly Holm is going to fight another fighter before that. And uh, Ronda didn't make any excuses. I gave her credit. She said, you know, maybe I was a little tired, but I was, I've been more tired for other fights that I won no problem, so I'm not going to use any excuse. Um, and it did hurt, and she talked about being in the hospital and being in all this pain and, you know, feeling like, I think, you know, dealing with concussion. And, uh, and she was just uh, going through these thoughts of, if I'm not a champion, if I'm not the best, if I'm not undefeated, what am I? Mm-hmm. And she, was, she started breaking down, and she was just crying her crying eyes Crying on out, Ellen? Crying on Ellen. Saying that, uh, like, like I thought cry? about like, killing myself. She what? said, she said on Ellen that she was suicidal. That must have been a herself. talking point they discussed beforehand. I think so. I don't think you just are like, you know, I, like when people have like epiphanies and confessions on TV anymore. It's like it. Oh, and I'm not saying she's like a calculated person, but it's like that was thought out. Yeah, you gotta, be. you gotta run that by a producer. Well, Ellen handled it. I mean, well, how else is she going to handle it? But Ellen gave her kudos and said, hey, this is very brave of you to come out and say this because so many people don't want to show that side of themselves, especially a UFC fighter. serious, 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 and then made a joke right before commercial. Uh, I don't know if she even did that. Yeah, that's. I think they went to commercials on even a somber note. I'll show you the video. I'll post it to uh, Comedians Talking Sports Facebook page. Give that a like, everyone. And yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm like, wow, you know, it puts it in perspective. But it also, we know from dealing with comedians that just like athletes, just like act, just like anyone else who puts themselves out there in we're the public to people. judge, we're people. We're people. Damn it! Um, it makes sense to. I'm sure a lot of people have had those thoughts. Yeah, but like no one was really like mad at her. No one was like, Rhonda, you're a bad person because you lost at this sport. She got maybe a little tiny backlash, but not really. After a week, we'll no, just, like, I think everyone was like, like, damn! <laughs> like everyone felt bad for her. What was amazing was she was on Fallon a week before she lost that fight, saying, oh, I, I, know just, what, I know what Holly's going to do. She's going to try to kick me in the head, and I'm not going to let her. And that's what she did. She got kicked in the head, and that was the end of the fight. So at least she knew. I'm, I'm interested in the rematch. I'm excited about it, and I really think, you know, when it, a date hasn't been announced yet, it's still a ways off. But I definitely could see uh, Ronda kicking her ass at this point. The big mistake Ronda Rousey made against she, Holly Holm was she tried to fight. shit. Well, I mean, everyone does. It's part of professional Holly fighting. Holm doesn't. Boxing. Yeah, I guess Holly Holm didn't. Holly That's Holm's true. just like, man, I'm just happy to be here. She's like so all shut. People were trying to say she looked like a jacked up Amy Schumer. Yeah. She kind of does. They have like a similar mm-hmm. bone structure, I want to say. Face. Face. I bit down on a piece of pepper and it like really has shifted how I feel. Just now you bit yeah. down a piece of pepper? Yeah. I have not seen you eat a piece of pepper. Has it been in your mouth no, for like no, a no, while? like a piece of like pepper seasoning. Ah. It just was stuck somewhere. And I bit and it got unstuck and it was... And now you're suicidal? You want to no, kill yourself? No, it was just pungent. Potent? Pungent? Potent? I don't know. It stings. It was a lot. 
So I think, though, if Ronda plays her game where she tries to, she's more of a wrestler, she's more of a grappler. If she does it that way, fine. But you can't stand up and go toe-to-toe with Holly Holm. She's going to kick your ass again. I saw an interview with her, like, trainer. <sighs> I can't imagine having to be around this man at a party. I mean, I kept being like, oh, they'll cut it there. There. I mean, you would think an answer was going to end, and then he would talk for four more paragraphs. And I'm like, dude, you are a boxing trainer. This is not fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, just say we, she's got a fighter match and a That's holly, why holly, I, holly. That goes back to what I was talking about last week when I was sticking up for Cam Newton. I hate these interviews. I can understand if you want to ask a few questions, but for the most part, they go on too long. And then you have someone like this guy who loves the sound of his own voice who will just keep dragging it out. I think he just didn't know what was going on. It's like if you ever been he in wasn't a, saying anything. He was just saying the same things in different words for like... But it's also ESPN's fault because it's like, dude, you got to edit that. I'm sure the whoever was like running the shit went back and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I always try to imagine that now because when you see like production errors happen and I've been in like those control rooms, I worked at a news station and people like when that pre- Republican debate thing happened. You oh, know they didn't know who to go out. Just like fucking move move someone tell the doctor to get his ass on stage i mean people go crazy in those rooms also if you are not watching the republican debates you are missing some of the best television out there if i had a dvr i would dvr them all and it would be so important to keep them on the dvr that i would be deleting other favorite shows i like in favor of these debates because they have been that hilarious like i I don't even if i'm not like Politics aside, whether or not you agree with them or not agree with them, They're they've just, just been funny. They have. They've been hilarious. Whether it's these guys not knowing to go out on the stage oh or, or the last debate with, you know, Trump was cracking me up. He was funny. He was calling Bush a loser. He was telling Ted Cruz that you, you, you lie constantly, which was funny because the moderator corrected Ted Cruz on a lie. He said, actually, that's not true. This is the fact. The audience then booed the moderator. C.J. Yeah, Sullivan, a comedian in front of ours. Dumb dums. Yeah, C.J. Sullivan, a comedian in front of ours, was basically like, these people just booed a fact, yeah. and they're the same people who get to choose our next leader. Yeah, they're idiots. Did you see this story about Jeb Bush's? Um, he forgot to purchase his domain. Yeah, now if you go to jebbush.com, oh, it'll redirect you to Donald Trump's gosh. website. Because I don't think Jeb was using jebbush.com. I think he was just using jeb.com. But he had owned the rights to JebBush.com. But since they weren't using it, it just oh, fell by the wayside. Oh, my gosh. It's too funny. Yeah, like for there's a website. I don't even want to say because I think they're probably available. I don't want people to buy it. But there's a website affiliated with something I used to work with where we had other names of it. Like we had the .NET version, the .org version, the .whatever. Not Naked Sports Live. Mm. Um, which we might have had. No, I don't know if we did. Either way. So I, I thought to myself, I'm like, man, how crazy would that have been if Ronda Rousey killed herself after that? Which, thank God she didn't, of course. No, thank that would God. be terrible. No, I know. I'm saying that would have been terrible. I couldn't even equate it to anything like that. What would it have been like? Because there's nothing to compare it to in sports. I don't think any athletes ever killed themselves during their prime. Yeah. I mean, there's been athlete suicides later on down the road, of course, yeah. unfortunately. I mean, it's it, all it terrible. It makes you wonder, like, ooh, something. Sometimes I have mixed feelings about Some, suicide. something going on? Oh, uh, well, I, I mean, this is, goes without saying. Murder-suicide, to me, is the most frustrating thing. Because it's like, you're going to be dead. Just kill yourself. Uh, yeah. Why, Why does take, it matter yeah, I know. if they're still here? Just, you're a crazy person. Kill yourself and leave your granddaughter. And I don't get the people who kill themselves in a way that causes uh, that, that ruins other people's lives. To find them, you know. So 
I was talking about this with my wife recently because a Robin Williams movie popped on when we were flipping through the channels. And she's like, Robin Williams, he, he hung himself, right? And I go, yeah, yeah. She's like, God, that's got to be like one of the worst ways to do it. And I go, well, or she made it up a good point. She's like, well, think about this way there too. If you hang yourself, it's easy cleanup for your family. Okay. Well, think about if you do a shotgun blast to the head, your blood everywhere and your, well, your face is gone. Don't do it gone. in your house. Do it at like a rest stop. But I think hanging himself, even though it's probably really a painful way to go for yourself, it was very considerate for the family because they could just make up over your neck and you could still have an open casket. You know, so I guess that's one way to do it. I don't like it when people would jump in front of the blue line train in Chicago and then everyone's delayed all day long where it's like, dude, just, you know, high building. I don't even know if that would kill you. Or just hold your breath. If you jump in front of a train. Uh, yeah, it would. It kills you? Well, the problem is... That's the fear. Well, you got it. I mean, you don't want to, like, only you, half die. You have to do an express train <laughs> because they're slowing down when they get to the stop. Yeah. So yeah. you got to pick a you gotta make it, Or you got to hope it runs you over because sometimes then that won't get you either because that's okay. very difficult. Okay. Or okay. you get electrocuted. All right, this is a hard thing to talk about. I'm sorry. All right, well, let's switching it up now. Uh, Rhonda, we love you here at Comedians Talking Sports. Uh, you're, you're a great athlete. Keep that head up. You're Keep great training. for little gals all over the world. There you go. So are you, Holly. It's great. They're both great. Holly Holmes, they're both great. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's what you want in sports. You want a bunch of powerhouses. Speaking of powerhouses, today, Major League Baseball. I think you're going to say, is my birthday. <laughs> your, your birthday is tomorrow. I know, uh, but I thought we were pretending this was I Wednesday. I gave up on that because you fucking laughed at me and called Ugh. me out on it. Okay, well, fine. Today's really Tuesday, everybody. But you'll be hearing this on Wednesday. And that is my birthday. So, yes, today's Megan's birthday. You know, I had a real cool transition Sorry. into, I said, we need a bunch of powerhouses. Know, and the power you know rankings are out for Major League Baseball. I your written uh, material. It's not written. I'm, not, this is I'm, off the top of my head. I'm heckling you at your own podcast. You really are. I'm trying to be like a smooth professional. What if there's some sports radio stations out there where like, we need a comedian? You do sports radio. I would love to do sports radio. You know that. No, because it's going to have to be under the parameters that they have. What you need to do is get famous un- under your own like efforts and then be like, I want to host a sports show, but I'm going to do it my way. Do it Joe's, Joe's way. way. All right, cool. I like that. All right. Okay. You. Good, good call, Megan. Thank you. You're welcome. still, stop fucking interrupting. All right, listen. Uh, it is your birthday tomorrow. You're turning the big 3-0. How do you feel about no, that? I don't want people to know. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. This is LA. You're turning 27. No, it's fine. I'm turning 30. By the way, in LA, there are actresses who have been 27 for seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know. I also look young. You do. I don't look 30. I definitely look over 30. I feel, I feel like I I've look? looked 30 for a long time. What you. Hmm. I would say 27, like yeah. I originally said. And I think I have like a few more years. I have started getting Botox. You admit to getting Botox too. Yeah. That's cool. Some people would probably not want to admit to that. I don't. I mean, like, I. If you were to get implants, would you admit that too? No, because I don't want implants. I just wanted my. I I've got Botox in one very specific area, and I probably won't have to do it for a while. Like for, uh, I mean, they say you have to come get it like every three or four months, but it's like, no, I don't. I'm, I didn't, it wasn't that bad. So I did it and then I'm not going to get my lips done and my boobs, but you know why? I got great boobs and I don't, you know, if I had a shitty nose, I'd probably fix it. But all I had was some wrinkles. Yeah. If someone was like, we'll liposuction your arms and nothing, you don't even have to pay us. Nothing can happen. I'd explore the opportunity. I don't know if I would do it because then it's like if you're liposuctioning your arms. What would arms, I do? I have really ugly legs. I would like to get rid of I have varicose veins. You said I had chicken legs once, I remember. No, I wouldn't say that. Isn't that you? No. I, uh, I want to get rid of my varicose veins. 
Are those the veins that are bunched up? Yeah, man. It's like, see? And it's hereditary. When I was a little kid, I called those mailman legs because all the mailman had varicose veins because they walk off so much. Yeah, it's hereditary. So my mom has it. My nanny had it. I was doomed. And my skin is so translucent that, of course, you can see my veins. And I got all these freckles. I mean, bad legs. I should cut you off soon, okay? Because you are really trashing yourself really badly right now. Other no. than your boobs, you have just trashed every Hot other part babe. of your body. Hot babe. Well, Hot babe. Well, like, cool babe. Bad legs. Bad, like, ooh, knees. I've got a bad torso. I don't have a very good chest. You like concave? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But Thanks. you'd rather that than have, like, Born that way, boobies. Yeah, I don't have boobies. Think if you had, like, a saggy chest. I guess that'd be kind of weird. Concave is better. Although, I, I'm not a hairy guy, but I do kind of have a hairy butt. Whoa. Isn't that, that weird? Is that too much for info for you? I, tweeze, I used to have a joke where I sat on stage by having a hairy butt. I tweeze my nipple hair. That's way worse than having a hairy butt. <laughs> I know, but everybody has. Listen, all women have it. Really? Yeah. I waxed my mustache today. And you were like, I didn't know you had a ma- mustache. It's like, that. Yeah, because we all have to like get you rid of it. Do it in secret, but I get to hear about all this shit. Well, You're really breaking down some walls there, Meggers. I shave my pits. Oh, my I legs. know you shave your pits. Everyone shaves their pits. <laughs> no, they don't. Do you regularly shave? Mm-hmm. I get a wax. Wax, okay. Yeah, bikini wax, not Brazilian. What's Brazilian? Brazilian's That's your everything. Too, right? It, Brazilian is lippies, butthole. I'll do a bikini butt. Okay. That's what I like. All right, we really <laughs> got to start talking about sports. This, this, I apologize to every one of the listeners. This has gone off the rails. It's expensive, too. It is. Well, happy birthday to Megan. Everyone follow her on Twitter, at Megan Gailey. And, you know, give her, uh, say, happy birthday. Just go HBD. She no. Loves I know. I saw your Facebook status. All right. MLB power rankings. Uh, spring training is vastly approaching. Is it? It is. It is coming on strong. Uh, pitchers and catchers are reporting within a few days in a lot of uh, teams. And I'm very excited about it because this year, my Chicago Cubs are on top of the power rankings. That's right. They rank number one according to Yahoo's. I'm just going off Yahoo's. I know Yahoo. a, few, a few of the other ones are out right now, but I'm going with Yahoo because they're my homepage. And uh, the Chicago Cubs are number one. They're projected to go 97. Oh, no. That, sorry. That was last year's. They don't project the record. The Cubs are last they, year were 97. Are they 65. number one on everybody's? On most, they're number one. Sports okay. Illustrated has the number one. Okay. Um, this is what I'm going to tell Fox Sports, you. I believe, had a number one. MLB.com. Can I tell you something? What? And I don't want it to hurt your feelings. I just want it to. I just want you to temper your excitement a little this is bit. Be bad. So the Colts made it to the AFC Championship game uh, the year before this season, and then they were picked as Super Bowl favorite by the entire panel of the NFL Network. It, no one dissented from it, and a favorite amongst many ESPN analysts, Sports Illustrated. And then had their worst season in uh, like a decade. Well, I mean, no one could predict project injuries or predict injuries either. That, that being said, look, I know we all know sports fans are, are wildly superstitious, especially Chicago Cubs fans, which I, I rallied against hard the la- last season. Last done season, with the goat? no, I stopped knocking on wood. I used to always knock it. Like if the announcer would say, "Oh, he's got to avoid the ground ball here. We don't want to see a double play," and then I'd be knocking on wood, going, "Those fucking." How do you feel about the us. goat? You think the goat, you I believe in the no, goat curse? No, I don't. I don't believe any curses. I mean, there was a, probably a while in my life where I did believe in all that stuff. I never blamed Bartman, though, because that clearly oh, wasn't his fault. Alex Gonzalez blew the double play. Dusty Baker's a terrible manager. And Pryor's shouldn't have been pitching that deep into the game anyway. What about, like, goat? Like 180 pitches into the goat eighth. karma. Because, um, like, a curse is different. Look, than, there was like, a time as a Cubs fan, I was so 
angered. And look, even if you're not a Cubs fan, I'm sure as a sports fan, whatever team you are a diehard fan over, you could relate to having feelings like this. If it was the GOAT's fault, I remember saying, let's just be done with it. Let's put a GOAT out on the pitcher's mound and blow its fucking brains out and just be done with it. Joe. That was how I, that was, how gonna I was going to end the curse. Yes. You were going to kill a goat? Murder that goat. Murder that particular family's goat. Go to the, the Cialis or whatever the, the fuck curse. that guy's, the George Cialis or Cialis. George Cialis is a erectile dysfunction. Yeah, that guy. Pill. But he also was the guy that brought the goat in. And just just end it. That, I, I was that angered that was over go- it. I think you would have to have a goat Probably allowed. Probably another curse. No, a goat would have to be allowed to be there for the whole game. That's how you would break. You know, the to curse. his credit, he, the goat had a ticket, so I get that. But also, the goat stunk. You can't have a goat in a place like that yeah, where people are eating and like stuff. Nineteen forty-five. So everyone stunk. Nineteen forty-five. Nineteen forty-five. The war was, was like going on. We were just—I think we just won the war, even. So yeah, why? It was October of okay, forty-five. Then why didn't they win the forty years before the goat? Did well, we, they went to the World Series a bunch. Okay, but they, they went never, from nineteen oh eight to nineteen forty-five. They went to the World Series ten times. Okay, but they never won again. No. So was there like pre-goat curse? No, there's no pre-goat curse that we know of. Oh, I don't know why. I I thought the goat was way earlier. No, it wasn't way earlier. I think the goat's BS now. So going back to the superstitions of sports fans, I've got a lot of Cubs fans already. I've seen them sharing posts on Twitter and Facebook saying like, oh, God, Sports Illustrated has us picked to win the World Series. Here we go again. And what I don't understand is, because I was talking about this with a few of my friends, I'm like, when have we ever been picked to win the World Series? Never. They never pick us to win the World Series. So why not the why not it be okay for them to pick us? Embrace How it. is it Love a jinx? It. So this because year, they're probably saying we really think they're going to, but by them saying it, now we're not going to. It's just guy. We have to be adults about this. There are no such things as jinxes. When I was on that WCU morning well, show, I told people jinx. stop doing that. Stop being that knocking out wood. Stop being one of those sports fans who, when your team starts to lose, you think to yourself, same old Cubs, same old whatever team you like, same old Lions, same old Knicks, same old whatever. You just have to understand that is not the same old. If your team sucks in 2016, it has nothing to do with what your team did in 2003, well, 1984, 1969, 1945. It has nothing uh, to do with it. It's different human beings wearing the same like, colors. Unless it's a culture of losing. Like the Browns, they're not cursed. They just constantly have a horrific situation happening and who contributes most to a culture of losing the owner i think the fans do the owner the owners who hires the fans can't make you go out and win a game no but the fans will perpetuate stuff i've seen it i've been at cubs games and i was so proud it's so weird to say proud but i was so happy that's what i want to use i don't say proud i was so happy with cubs fans this past playoffs because i want the cubs open the, the one game wild card game that game that decides who advances was a one game do or die game very intense that was in (laughs) pittsburgh a lot of cubs fans were like damn wouldn't have been awesome if that was at wrigley i remember going no i'm glad it's on the road because we would have been sad well yeah if we would have lost but also i knew how those cubs fans were say the cubs would have gone down two to nothing early in that game at wrigley the fans there would have went completely silent i saw it in 08 when we went down to the dodgers early in game one the whole crowd acted like the series was over already because there was that loser mentality that there was certain fans that i don't consider real fans i consider the rich lakeview twats who get to go to these games because they have a lot of you know disposable income which is fine good for you but don't be a shitty fan so i was worried about that going into the cubs cardinals you were worried we, about the twats yeah we yeah. lost game one in st louis we won game two so we went in one one tie <laughs> we we had a lead no we actually went down early in that game in game three i just love you're still so riled up like it was yesterday i am but i'm trying to tell you this is where i got excited this i is know the, but maybe it is part of the culture of winning maybe theo epstein and joe madden inspired this fan base it, i think it's, yes. it's a little bit of both 
Because one feeds off the other, apparently. But also, if you're, okay, say you're the Cubs and you're in that position and you do go down to nothing and you're at home, you, you hope you have a coach and you should have a coach good enough to be like, Fuck that. Yeah, no, we do We're going to show we do. them we do that, now. Th- that we are winners. So it's like that's... Yes, we hadn't had that before. Lou Pinello wasn't that guy. Dusty oh, Baker wasn't that guy. Was Those so were guys... Yeah, he was funny. Those were guys who would just stand there, and when things were going bad, didn't know how to be like, all right, I got to change this, where Joe Madden does. Joe Madden has broken up losing streaks by bringing zoo animals to the... the, the I don't know if you heard of that. They had a, a day at Wrigley where he brought in... Yeah, I don't think they had a goat, but they, well, had, a, they had a leopard. A they had a leopard. They had monkeys. They brought zoo animals into the left field, and the Cubs players were taking like selfies with like you know all these crazy animals and stuff they had um you're a zoo animal. they had certain things set up like when jake Arrieta threw the no hitter they all wore onesies they wore pajama onesies on the plane so there's a post-game picture with because oh Arietta threw no hitter the whole team are wearing pajamas you just love because they so set much. that up yeah madden's so awesome and i love my cubs so much and oh, i was really sweet. jacked up when they did go down in game three and the crowd was still in it because i'll tell you this when the crowd goes empty like that like they did in the past years the yeah. players feel that shit yeah. They feel it. They go, all right, cool. We have forty thousand of our own people now thinking this game's over when it's the second inning. I, I hate. I hated sad. watching that feeling, and I wanted to yell at these fans because. But I'd see all these jerk offs in their fucking old style hats, being like, "Same old Cubs, this guy, same old Cubs." Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, God, all that. The same people who. You know what is funny about that though? Uh, Megan just said Shirish, which we were talking the other day at a bar with a bunch of our old Chicago friends. And sorry, this podcast has become very Chicago right now. I try to be more national about it. And Chicago has like Chirac, Siberia when it was really cold. They do all these little shy and then they try to mess it up. We're on St. Patty's Day. It's Shirish, all that stupid crap. It is funny to me because I saw a bunch of hipsters making fun of people who call it Chi Town. They're like, what kind of asshole calls it Chi Town? And I remember right around that time, I was taking the L somewhere and a bunch of people on the train were saying Chi Town, all black. And this isn't a racist thing. Black people, Southsiders and Westsiders, call Chi Town. That's just what they grew up calling it. So when I hear these, so take that hipsters. No. So when I hear these white hipsters who are so like anti-racism, we're all we're the most tolerant of people when really they're not because they only hang out with people who are just like them. Uh, they're. I want to like tell them, hey, you know, you're being racist when you make fun of people who say Chi Town. I, I want to tell them that by the way. I'm like, hey, I know you just moved here from Toledo and you think you're doing cool shit and now, it and it took you a decade to grow that beard in. But you're, what you're doing is pretty racist right now. Just to I'm let you know. So hungry. All right. Well, the rest. Let me just go over the rest of a little bit. The St. Louis Cardinals are still ranked high. They're second. The Mets. The National League dominates the top four, and then the Nationals ring that in. And Boston uh, rounds out the top five. Then you got Dodgers, Astros. The Astros and Cubs, two teams who just a few years ago yeah, the were disastrous. Is that kind of like, was that what they were called yeah, for a little bit? Yeah, Astros. I was going to say, were you doing like a little Chirac type of thing going no, on No, no, no. I, I have a friend from Houston, and she, that's, what she, that's what they're like called there. I could see any of these top ten because the Pirates, Royals, and Giants round out the top ten. I don't see the Royals repeating. I could see them maybe winning a wild card. They lost, they lost some players. Um, Blue Jays have a lot of offense, but they only have them at number 11. But when you lose David Price, who sucked in the playoffs anyway? I don't know. I will dispute some of these <laughs> rankings. I'll say that. I am very excited for baseball, though. Uh, around this no, time of year. No, you are not. Right? Around this time of year, I tend to watch some of my favorite baseball movies. Mm-hmm. I watched Major League the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got? What are some of your favorites? I love Major League. Um, I uh, can no longer watch it, but I do love it. And um, ooh, I love Major League 2. 
A League of Their Own I do like, but it I don't like the ending. I love the Sandlot. I don't like the ending of A League of Their Own because it's like, oh yeah, where we all get old and die. Thanks. No, that's fine. No, that they part, all look great. That part makes no, me sad. No, I don't like that she lets Kit win. Kit sucks. Kit should not get to win. Gina Davis is the I don't like that star. Gina Davis only played one season too. Well, because I know it's very like, I love my husband. My husband's back from war. Bill, who was her, her husband? Bill was, Pullman. Yeah. The, the young Bill Pullman. Yeah. Um, what other uh, Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams is a good one. That's also child, sad. As a child, I I love Sandlot, like you mentioned. Yeah, Sandlot's so great. I'm also a big fan of Bull Durham. Okay. I like Fever Pitch. Some oh, people Fever aren't crazy Pitch about. It. I love great. it though. I think Fever I Pitch is an Fever awesome Pitch. movie. And I love that they had to like change the ending because the Red Sox won. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, if I'm missing any classic baseball movies, let me know. I got to watch them. Oh, this is embarrassing. I know it's a bad movie, but I, I I will watch it. Basketball? No, The Babe with John Goodman. Which was such, uh-huh. it wasn't very, it was such a well, what disservice about to Rookie Babe Ruth. Of the Year? Rookie of the Year, Little the Big year. League, and there Angels was another, and Angels in the Those three were those mid 90s kids baseball movies that as a kid I loved, but I recently watched one of them. I can't remember which one might have been Rookie of the Year, and I'm like, oh, this was a terrible movie. Well, but this is, yeah. but it, you, you, it takes you back to a time. But Sandlot holds up. Oh, Sandlot yeah. will always be good. Watch, if you were a fan of Rookie of the Year, or Angels in the Outfield, or Little Big League, watch it again and you'll be like, oh, damn, this movie, it wasn't very good. I, but mm-hmm. I liked it because I was 11 and yeah, yeah, it was aimed at me. Your taste level is But dumb. I'm saying Sandlot, though, is one that's always going to be good. Yeah, it's so There's good. There's certain things that are just this good. This magic moment. Oh, Wendy Peppercorn? You know what is so great about that movie? When at the end, they say what everybody's doing. Oh, I love that. I like that with They're movies. so brilliantly written, too. They should always do they, like, movies. nailed it. Well, I've got that in Blu-ray. We should pop that in right after this. Okay. If we're missing one, though, send it our way. Let us know. Um, I was saying that The Babe was a bad one because it was a disservice to Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was 6'2", 225. John Goodman oh, John had Goodman, to weigh 300 yeah. pounds in that movie. I know. Anyway, but... so they, they got to remake The Babe. And let me... Now, I don't look like Babe Ruth, but I would like to play one of the... I could be like the pitcher or something like that. Megan, go pee real quick. I'll wrap up uh, some, some more baseball talk. Hurry up, because when we come back, we're going to talk a little Peyton Manning. Always professional here on Comedians Talking Sports. I'll pause it, damn it. All right, we're back. Sorry. Quick pause. Megan had to go, go to uh, the ladies' room. I drink a lot of water. Totally. And while you were gone, I'm such a, a scumbag sometimes. I got, uh, you know, on the side of Yahoo, it said like 15 stunningly beautiful pictures of Caroline Wozniacki. You know, the tennis Caroline star. Was Wozniacki. Wozniacki, is that how you say it? Uh, she's dating Rory Well, they were McElroy. they were together, and then they broke up, and then he, like, had a couple bad majors, even, not just, like, turn, and everyone was like, Whoa. These golfers, they lose their lady, and it and just then, kills I their think stroke. they are back together. I think they are, too. I think that's what I heard. That's nice. Regardless. Um, he's from Northern, Northern Iron. Yeah, he's a good Irish boy. Catholic. Uh, <laughs> but from the North. Yeah, Very I'm just confusing. messing around with you, because Megan's half Protestant, half Catholic. Uh, can you be half of two religions? You it's what were like you raised? You were raised Catholic, Catholic. Though, right? Okay. But like for Irish people, you can be, you know, because it's like they they choose to be separate. Like you can be half Christian and half Jewish. No, you can't. This is the first I've ever heard anyone float this type of thing. Yes, you, you can, could, but you have to choose one religion. You can't be a mix of religion. Well, Did I choose you no celebrate? Do you think Jewish people have Jewish have Christian? They are like, all right, cool. It's Passover and then Easter's next week. No, people you got to pick. That. I know people that. Or have maybe a, they go to one side of the family for one and another side yeah. for the other. But that those people usually just aren't religious. Then what the fuck are you doing with your time? <laughs> I was yawning and then I started doing. You it. look like you were <laughs> training to eat someone out. <laughs> I would, that's what Into I'm, the microphone, you yawn, mouth open real wide, then tongue back and forth real <laughs> that's side to not side. What I meant. While do. looking off in the distance. I'm sorry. Good lord. I'm 
sorry. All right, that's fine. You know I'm going through a lot. I know you are, and I want to talk about hockey, your favorite sport. Uh, just no. real quick. Uh, no, we got to do a quick little rundown no. of it. Going around the league, uh, Florida, big hockey town. They play uh, in Fort Lauderdale. State. Florida Panthers, a big hockey state, I should say. They uh, are just a surprise team. I mean, I knew they were constructed real well. Where do they play, you said? Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. That's great. They have 72 points. They're on top of the Atlantic um, and the Metropolitan. This is all in the East. Uh, they're actually the point leader for the East. This is uh, Washington, the Capitals. Uh, Ovechkin's having a great year. That's a deep team. And um, Dallas and Chicago are battling it out for uh, supremacy in the West with LA is looking pretty good this year. Oh, St. Louis. I, I always overlook St. Louis because. The Blues. I don't like St. Louis Blues. If you're As a Blues fan, sorry, I just don't. But you don't well, they're like the good. Cardinals either. No, I, I mean, don't like any St. Louis sports St. Louis. team. Well, because a lot of St. Louis people end up moving to Chicago, and they've got yeah. big mouths, and they can't shut up about it. And look, the Blues, to me, are that classic regular season team that chokes in the playoffs. They're the Oakland A's without the cool money ball backstory of the NHL. That's just what they are. Um, gotcha. Anaheim's looking pretty decent, too. I mean, all the California teams are still very much in it. And who am I missing? Did I miss this anyone? No, I pretty much got everybody. All right, cool. I mean, I just wanted to st- talk that about that real quick. Ovechkin's leading in goals. My boy, Patty Kane, overall points. Talk about Patrick Kane, who before the season, people were like, this guy might be going to jail for rape. Yeah. And then that story, everything really went weird. crazy with that. It's still weird. She made it up. I hate to say it because normally, you know, people always don't doubt the victim right away, which I hate about our society and our culture. But uh, the fact that the lawyer recused himself and said, I got to get away from this, that was an indication of they made it up. And then the mom got caught planting that thing. It she made up a whole thing saying, oh, someone sent us this weird. threat when it, was, it turns out that she know. did it. I don't want to talk about it. It's icky. Well, I've been around Patrick Kane. He might be a guy that I could see him getting accused of slapping some girl in the ass, but he's not, he's not a rapist. But then again, you don't really know. But either way, he, he's innocent until proven guilty. Maybe you're just saying that rape you, Joe. Well, I always looked really good around him. I bet not. I had a real cute haircut back then. All right. Enough. This is what we wanted to end on talking about. We had talked about this last week a little bit. Not this particular story, but we had talked about Peyton Manning, Cam Newton, who's considered a good boy, who's a bad boy, and why people look at athletes in a certain way. And it's come out early this week that Peyton Manning, uh, was a big mass cover-up. Archie orchestrated a lot of it, University of Tennessee. They're all part of this machine that happens a lot in college football, high school football, anywhere where you're a star, we take care of you, that mm-hmm. whole thing. Uh, he put his anus and mm-hmm. balls. His taint. His taint, but the balls were mentioned, but his yeah, dick yeah. wasn't. So, ball, so taint, maybe he doesn't have a very big penis. Balls, taint, butt. Balls, taint, butt, but no penis. On a, a doctor's face. Mm-hmm. Held it there for a little bit. Maybe one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. And How this, long is too long, really? This story had been like... I think we even said it on the last one. It's like, I think we like, hinted at did it. Did he put his dick on someone's face? Yeah, we like, hinted at it, and then it kind of broke, and everybody heard, was talking about um, it. This, like, you'd heard this story about him, like, assaulting a trainer. Yeah, but, but we didn't know. You know, there were, like, I remember thinking it was, like, a student trainer, and this woman was, like, a, you know, professional. At, not that it mattered, but, like, I'm just saying I had the story confused. She was, like, a professional had been at the university for like nine years or something crazy. And uh, they had an incident and then that incident was never like disclosed. No one knows what that incident was. But then from that moment on, he like hated her and seemed to sort of have a vendetta out for her. Yeah, yeah it looks like they really did ruin this woman's career. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, so the man that wrote the article kind of sucks. 
and so that's uh, I w- you know I wish someone else had written it. Yeah, because he's got a bad history of these things, but that still doesn't mean what no, he wrote no, no, wasn't true. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Um, also, then you know a Supreme Court justice died, so it was like <laughs> the day that that. I know. Yeah, like, that got bare. It's thank <laughs> God. I mean, it just keeps getting bare. I mean, it's like Tony Stewart killing that man. It's like, are we ever going to talk about this? I know, because everything happened afterwards about him killing that man. But it was like the same day the Ray Rice video came out. So just like, yeah, whatever. I totally forgot about it. He killed that guy. Killed. You see him veer the car over to hit him. Yeah. God, he should be in jail for yeah. the rest of his life. Um, and or so... Or not for the rest, but manslaughter at least. This, uh, this Peyton thing is... I think the thing that was like disturbing is that when he did it, he was like 19 or 20. Yes. You know, like a kid, essentially. Also, like old enough to know you can't put your taint on someone's face. But the people that helped him not be held accountable, a la Joe Kilgallen cheating on a test uh, junior year. I don't know what you're talking about. Were, um, were his father and then like the entire University of Tennessee athletic department. So it's like, yeah, of course this kid fucked up. But also you need to have someone in his life that's like, no. This is bad. You did a bad thing and you're going to pay for it. And he didn't have that. So to like find fault like 20 years later, it's like I don't even think he knew that he he was a rich kid. This is like that kid that killed two people and then got off for Three being people. a rich kid. Affluenza. Yeah, it's this whole thing where this whole Peyton Manning empire has been built on a sham. Well, yeah, I don't think he, I mean, but like built on the fact that like it was very orchestrated to yeah. keep this hidden and, and maybe Archie yelled at him like once about, I mean, I don't know what their relationship about this was. I'm sure now he's like, what the fuck? But like this to me is, this shows a much bigger issue in, yeah, you were saying that they're just cogs in this big machine. Yeah, this is one will, incident. They will continually cover this type of stuff up. Certain athletes, every now and then, they'll be like, oh, we're kicking him out of school. And you're thinking, oh, well, see, the NCAA does something. It's like, it's oh, really? He's not good. He's not good. Exactly. Right. Jameis Winston, nothing happened to him. I mean, he was the number one draft pick. Still, yeah, it didn't and matter. That, and he ruined a woman's life. Absolutely. Totally, totally ruined a woman's Raped life. Yeah, a it, woman. it really, it's sickening. It really is sickening. And it, it, the Remember prob- Ray Lewis with the deer antler spray stuff? Yeah. And he murdered someone pretty much. The problem is they, you know, Peyton Manning became sort of like this coddled, beloved football player in high school. So, like, that's a formidable age for a child. And if you go to high school where Peyton did, which was what, small town Louisiana, I believe, and we saw it years ago at the Steubenville rape case, which was a, another horrific thing, these towns like a Steubenville, Ohio, Football is that's Friday Night Lights. That's yeah. what it's about. Where it's like it's all about that, and you know the high school football players. We've seen Varsity Blues where they're like, "Hey, you know, your money's no good here. Here's the six pack of beer for free." Mox, you and know. And then you go to the NCAA where you're like hidden from the real, real world and real ramifications even more. Yeah. I mean, the Tallahassee police. That's like a real police. And that's why these covered up a rape. Uh, yeah, that's the really the disturbing. Notre Dame covered up a rape, and a girl killed herself like it's these are all tight ty- like is there going to be like an aaron brockovich type there's person gonna be who a needs spotlight. A, someone there's a spotlight gonna, on yeah. it there's going to be a who do we have to because they already had the movie concussion come out penn there's, state football is going to get 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 their day in court i yeah. didn't want to say that but it's definitely going to people are going to take a closer look under the microscope because yeah. penn state was an that was i guess you could sort of look at it as like well that no one at the ncaa knew that was that was Penn State contained, 
but it's like the NCAA really, God, that was knows bad. about a lot of these they things. They do. They're and the they're the Catholic Church. They're where the ruling comes from. So if you have the ruling coming from them down to coaches and athletic directors and boosters, because those people pull the fucking strings too, even though they're not on the payroll, they're paying everybody's payroll. Yeah. If you have it coming down from them to turn the other way and to just figure it out, that's what you're going to do. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, it's one of those did things I have where a rant? you did, you killed it. We and, and also we highly both of us recommend watching the documentary Schooled. It's, so it's on good. Netflix for a while. It I think it's still there. Every, I mean, the NCAA is headquarters in Indianapolis, and I'm like, the only good thing they've ever done is that when our governor tried to ban gay people, they were like, please don't do that. Yeah, that's it. Everything else they've done is. Self-serving. And we're big football fans, so we're not saying this to try to take football down. But you have to understand that it's football is such so embedded in American culture that when they allow things like this to happen, it really does affect everybody. It's sickening. I'm sure the daughter or, or the fathers of these poor women who are assaulted and raped were probably football fans. But they're like, no, you're a rapist. Get the f- I don't give a fuck how many wins you cost, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Jonestown High School at the at the big fucking District A championship, yeah. you know? And, I and think, yes, I had to do a Southern accent. Sorry. I think this is like <laughs> one of the, like when the CIA kills five people, it's like, well, we saved 2,000 because I think the NCAA thinks like we're, we're putting out all of these fires, so we're creating like a better good, but it's, it's like, it's not, it's based on money image, you know? and... At, I, I, I truly believe at some point football will cease to exist. In the well, if they keep going this way, because it's so dumb, you could put out a great product on Saturday and Sunday while still holding these people accountable. You don't have to sweep everything under the rug. You don't have to be so image conscious. Nobody's watching football because they think it's this wholesome entertainment. I mean, I guess it's just stop being so worried about if, if an athlete does something bad, get them out call of them on there and get them out of there. Yeah. That's the best service you could do to kids out there. It's like, hey, this guy had everything, but he treated people like shit, and now he's going to jail for the rest yeah. of his life. So if you don't want to go to jail for the rest of your life and you want to have a great life, don't be a piece of yeah. shit like this guy. You also know at 22 or 21 if someone is a piece of shit. Obviously, people can mature and change. Of course, yeah. But it's like this is the like the do not draft thing, character is like, issues. You don't pick them. I know, Dunchy, I know. No, no, it's definitely like but one like, of those things where it's you gotta like give Dexter. People, hey, if you see a seven-year-old who's torturing animals, yeah. he's probably a sociopath. You gotta give people a second chance, and I fully understand. Like, people come from shitty circumstances, and they may just need to get out of that, and they'll figure it out. But like, those are the people you gotta be fucking watching, like a hawk. Yeah. They don't, Johnny Manziel does not need to be jet-setting around, and he's from like a wealthy parents still together family. I know and it goes. It goes it's a, a mess. That's like the two extremes of football. Every star is either from some super rich family, or they have, or they're yeah. dirt broke, yeah. poor, and grew up with nothing. So that when they get something, they overindulge. They've had people kissing their ass since they started getting stuff. It's a whole different world for them. And the NFL doesn't help them like they should. Yeah. The NFL really should start to enforce some some like lay down a foundation early on. Where it's like, hey, listen, we're not going to give you this star treatment because we know this will make you a worse person. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's been comedians talking sports. <laughs> no, we got to end right there on that strong note. Um, Megan, it's her birthday tomorrow. You'll be hearing this tomorrow. Wish her a happy birthday. Uh, follow her on Twitter at Megan Gailey, on Instagram at Better Megan Gailey. Um, I'm at Joe Kilgallen on all the social media platforms. Again, give us a review on iTunes. It goes a long way. Thank you very much. Everyone have yourselves a great weekend.